hail our fair Riverdale. Register. In the bunker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. Welcome to back into the bunker. This week in the bunker, we have Connor. Hi. Hi. How's it going, guys? It's going good. It's bunker good time. It's been pretty bunker solid, time. actually. Yeah. yeah. As far yeah. as quarantines go, this is easily in the top ten. Any right. any any major world events happening right now? <laughs> no, literally nothing. Sadly, nothing. No. Um, I think Cara Delevingne and Ashley Benson broke up, which uh, that made me personally upset. But I don't think anything else at all is happening. Can't think of a single other thing. So, Caitlin, what happened? Cara Delevingne oh and my Ashley Benson. God. Did you know? Did, am I the first one to tell you? I had no idea. Connor, do you have any idea who these people are? I know who. Yeah, I know who she is. She's um, there. We go. Uh, she's she was Enchantress in the really bad Suicide Squad movie. And yes, she's in that Valerian Nailed one. Yeah, wow. got it. Yeah. I know exactly who she is. Yeah. She's in that fairy show with Orlando Bloom. Uh, no one's seen that. No one knows true. what that is. Yeah. So, uh, circus <laughs> book. What is it called? Carnival um, Row. It's like Carnival. Carnival Row. Row. I said circus book, and I think I was, <laughs> I was we've, close enough. We've already established by now that Caitlin has an encyclopedic memory for movie <laughs> titles and lines and quotes. You either live to die a villain or you stay a hero and die. <laughs> In the bunker. Wait, Connor, have we talked about who you are yet? <laughs> No, uh, my, my name is Connor Lloyd Cruz. I am the, this is my official title, the chief creative content officer of Secret Movie Club, oh. an organization that shows, we show uh, movie screenings here in LA. So that's going great for us right now. Um, yeah, 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 killing it. <laughs> but we well, that's the secret start. part. Yeah, that's the secret <laughs> part. Uh, we are doing online screenings right now for donations and we have a, a, a poster store on secretmovieclub.com and if people bought posters that would help support us etc cetera, etc cetera. uh we can talk about more of that but we can talk more about that at the end i do the secret movie club podcast which caitlin was a guest on this is part two of the crossover i guess sort yeah. of love it it's and, like the flash which john right. tells me has what happened yeah, what happened previously on what are the what are the stakes <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> uh well caitlin was on our uh, evil dead episode oh, okay. it was very fun so we're fighting deadites got it yes and that's pretty much it. That's a, that's my whole deal right now. I was kind of hanging out. It was my birthday yesterday. Also, Connor, was your thing. birthday? Yeah, I I kind of got I kind of went crazy and I built a computer. Oh yeah, nice. same. I do that on my birthday every year. That's weird. Yeah, that's really right. Did you really? Did you really? <laughs> I did. It took me like sixteen hours, but I did it. <laughs> Wait, can you use it? Yeah, it's in it's in the computer or yeah, it's for like gaming and streaming. That's right. I have questions. Um, yeah. And I guess I get that this is perhaps a loaded question. How does one build a computer? <laughs> Very carefully. <laughs> okay. You can okay. you can buy computer parts on websites. Yeah, there's like a dozen or so like major pieces, six six to ten, and you just gotta. I don't. I still don't know anything about computers. I have like a guy who told me get these parts, yeah. and then I, when I had questions, I like asked him. There's instruction um, manuals and stuff, right? There are instruction manuals, but they all kind of interface differently. And so hmm. you basically you read like the case manual, and then you read the motherboard manual, and you're like, I think these two manuals individually are telling me to put this 
motherboard into the case like this, but maybe not. I guess we're going to find out. Wow. Um, and I, but I made a cake. Wow. The good thing is, is when I turned it on, it didn't, you know, it was like, it wasn't like smoke coming out of the back. And that so is the dream. It, I it, honestly, it, this blows my mind that anyone is, I think sometimes about how this is very stupid, but I'm just going to say it. Sometimes I think about how images get from our computer, like from the meat of the computer into our actual computer. And I think about it too hard and I actually feel a little bit sick. So I have to say my, okay, my family friend um, who actually sadly passed away, but he was like the most brilliant person. He would make all of our PC computers like back in Mm -hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. And I was always very impressed, but they, he would just like literally bring them over to our house and I would be like, oh, we have a new computer and like 16 bootleg uh, CD-ROM games, which is super yeah. fun, but never asked how he did it. The harder part, I think, is picking out what the pieces are, because honestly, even if I hadn't watched like a manual, I think I probably could have eventually like kind of figured out what all the pieces did, because there's kind of only a couple of ways you can put them together. Um, I mean, I guess, but like, I wonder if I could. Like, yeah. is it like if I can't put together a 500 piece puzzle? So not that I'm stupid. I just don't have that brain. Yeah. It's, um, it was annoying. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I was, I was fucking pissed off for a lot of that thing. I'm but like, happy oh. birthday, Connor. What, what better way to spend your birthday than mildly pissed off? And now your video you games will look so, so crisp at They're 40K gonna look, my, in my rig. 60 FPS. Yeah. Yeah. This shit no goes idea. to this sheet goes two to six to seven. I got an MDXX on the back end, and no, we're just you lost me too. Forward. I'm sorry. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it good. Was... I feel better now. I'm like, okay, good. No, I that feel... was all. That was all gibberish. That wasn't anything. <laughs> You're like, that wasn't real. Okay, good. Good, good, good. In the bunker. Well, okay. So let's talk about something that you guys both know then. Look at that segue. I'm getting so oh, good at segues. So, John. You're so talented. Wow. The only problem Thank is you should cut them out in this version of the show. Wait, you cut out my segues? Well, the format is the the like the little bump thing and then well, like, the yeah. conversation. So I guess. I have never right. listened to it. Um, we are so proud I of her, went into those, this one going, well, Caitlin's not great at segues, so I'm going to take so, care of that. And well, you have, have you guys seen that video of that guy? And like this house is this he's like some jock and he's like spinning the bottle and it's like it's it's he's spinning the bottle and it's creating a vortex in it. And oh, then that's his, cool. his like mom is next to him and she's like, he is so talented. He's, <laughs> he's just so talented. <laughs> it's just like a I need thing. that. That's funny because that's, that's you describing uh, uh, me doing this podcast and my mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my parents don't know I no, they know I have a podcast, but I constantly remind them of my podcast. My sister, who is like I am close with and who now lives in LA, a year ago, she texts me and she says, You have a Riverdale podcast? <laughs> like like we've been doing this podcast for four years. Like Four this years. Is, this is this is also very funny because this is maybe the fourth time Caitlin has called her sister out on this on the show. <laughs> but she'll never listen to it. She'll so never know. So it doesn't know. matter. So it's fine. My entire immediate family listens to the show, but your sister was just on this podcast, right? right yeah, it's kind of amazing the differences. We stand a Beth Patton. <laughs> In the bunker. I thought it would be fun, and just kidding, Connor pitched this idea that we could talk a little bit about something that I've constantly bugged John about throughout the course of this podcast, 
which was questions about D&D, mm. which is Dungeons and Dragons, because I know that much. Mm-hmm. And actually, a couple of months ago, when we were allowed to be in the same room, John <laughs> DM'd my first ever Dungeons and Dragons game. It went great. Only two people showed up drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our two Shout out to our two friends who were drunk. You guys know who you are. Who were <laughs> super drunk. It was hilarious for me. The whole time I was like, guys, I really do want to It really, <laughs> really gave us a really loose atmosphere for the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then I think our characters also got drunk, like, within the context of the game. That was also you, true. Some would it, say by design. Were exactly. you, was it something you wrote, John? Yeah. In Dungeons & Dragons, a lot of people get started on these pre-written adventures that Wizards of the Coast puts out, and I've literally never played one in my oh, yeah. entire really? experience in the game. I've never used an official campaign source book. For I just adventure. started using one. I For several years, I did not use ones either, so... So okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be the DM of this conversation, <laughs> and in case you guys don't know what DM is because you guys don't know anything, it means daddy mom. Of, it means daddy mom. That is what Connor told me, and that is what I've chosen to believe. Roll initiative. Um, uh, nine. I don't know what that means, guys. Okay, so so basically, I think it's called Dungeon Master. Dungeon that Master. That's correct. Yeah. Dungeon Master or Game Master is the. Find like, my dice non-specific <laughs> version of it. Yeah. Like, if, like, like Dungeons & Dragons is an RPG, but there are many RPGs, and a lot of them are like, well, we can't use Dungeon Master. That's trademarked, so they say Game Master. I'm sorry, I literally just, like, walked away. <laughs> totally <laughs> okay. fine. I got really in the weeds about explaining the difference between Game Master and Dungeon Master. So, what is... It's okay, just, so, what do you th- Wait, what, what did you say? Because I, I use them interchangeably. I, I don't really... I think they're exactly the same thing. I just think Dungeon Master is trademarked by Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, exactly. I always just say Dungeon Master for stuff, even right. when there's not a Dungeon I, I usually do use Dungeon Master no matter what the game is. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, uh, you guys are talking <clears throat> about things. What is Wizards of the Coast? It's uh, a company. They okay. publish Dungeons & Dragons books. Probably most of the people listening know the general content of Dungeons and Dragons, which it's a role-playing game. You roll dice to kind of determine your moves. You roll dice to determine the success of things you want to do. Okay, that makes sense. And that's why in Riverdale, a show that we do the podcast on, according to the people who know. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good. I know. Maybe one day we'll talk about it. I think no. (laughs) I think that that's pretty close to the Dungeons and Dragons game that they have, which is Griffins and Gargoyles. But before we get into Griffins and Gargoyles, I want to know what your origin story with Dungeons and Dragons is. Because, John, we've talked about it endlessly, but I don't think you've ever told me, like, how you got into it. How I got into it? Yeah. It's it's definitely not a direct route. I had friends in middle school who I knew played Dungeons and Dragons, but that was never quite a line I had crossed. It always feels like when you're already a geeky kid, like mm-hmm. to take that step is like, well, no looking back now. But I wasn't in that group. They've been playing one long campaign for many years. And it was one of those things where it's like, we can't just add another player character to this because we've been doing this for like three years now. And we're so invested in that thing. So I was always kind of like, Oh, well next, like, next time you're doing a different campaign, I'd love to play. And so one of my friends, uh, he came to me and said, okay, it's not Dungeons & Dragons, but what do you know about the video game Mass Effect? And I, at the time, knew nothing about the video game Mass Effect. (laughs) I had seen ads for it in comic books, but I did not have a video game system. When was this? 
uh, this would have been 2007, maybe 2008. Like, I just got the Wii at the beginning of high school. Shout out, great system. Anyway. Great system. Uh, great system. So, <laughs> but, I, but I tell him, oh, I love Mass Effect. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so he invites me to play. He he built a system using the groundwork of something called D20 Modern, which was a was the coast like what if you play Dungeons and Dragons in modern day kind of thing. He mm-hmm. piggybacked off that to like create systems for this sci-fi universe of Mass Effect. So I played a character in that game. It was my first experience. From there I then played Mass Effect, which is a great trilogy of video games actually. And then mm-hmm. from there I started. I, I I was friends with them and was able to play in uh, later D and D games and got into dungeon mastering because that was obviously where this was always going to go for me uh, because I am a storyteller and I was just naturally inclined for it. I mean, I think I'm doing a really good job right now. So <laughs> as a dungeon master, yeah. No, I'm pretty much a lax dungeon master. Yeah, yeah. In the bunker. Wait, Connor, so what is your what is your origin story? Mine's pretty direct. It, basically, I just, not that they need a plug, but uh, the Adventure Zone podcast like five, six years ago, something like that, seven years ago, whenever that started, I just listened to it. I really liked it. I actually did use a rule book early, like a source book early on. I bought like the starter kit and had some copies of the uh, uh, the, the core manuals. And I played online with some friends. I just DM'd because none of my friend, other friends had even played either. We just, we just, we just did it. I've actually, I have to admit, I've played a lot of role playing games over the last like five years. I've, I've still never actually been a player. I've always been a DM. Wow, um, really? Yeah, always the DM, never the, never the player. It, it's one of those things where like when I am dungeon master, I just want to play because yeah. it's so much work. But then when I play, I sometimes find myself being like you gotta stop trying to drive the story man you're not the dungeon master yeah i don't know what it's gonna be like it's gonna be weird it's 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 gonna be strange but um i played it with friends i had i had a couple of little groups so we met a handful of times and then like a couple of years ago i started a i like homebrewed uh, a system using call of cthulhu and in dnd kind of smashed them together made a little frankenstein and what is that what? What are you talking about? <laughs> what the words I'm saying? Tell her what Call of yes. Cthulhu is. Call of Cthulhu is a, another famous role playing game that is based on like 1920s Lovecraft type stuff. Okay, um, Lovecraft. I know what that is. And it just has it has a very different. It uses like D100s as opposed to D20s. Um, That's a dice, a hundred side dice. It's like a thing where you have to like roll for sanity. Uh, yeah. Yes. A hundred sided dice is it's it's two it's, ten sided die. Right. And it's and it's basically one is the ten digits, one is the one digit. I have a question. Yeah. I played a haunting at Hill House that game. Betrayal, Betrayal at, at the House, House on the Hill. I just played that game. That mm-hmm. game I think is a hundred percent Dungeons and Dragons. It's just really? it I think each character in that is just a pre made D and D character. And you're going through like a randomized dungeon, but that is at its core a miniature Dungeons and Dragons game. Yeah, it's a, it's an RPG game essentially. But there's like no like story, exactly. And depending just, on your dungeon master, there might not be a story in your D and D game. It all really yeah. comes to 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 them. They're the director. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, imagine or writer rather, imagine if you were writing a script. 
and okay. you had this great idea for the story. And the only the only rule is that you cannot control the characters, the the main characters, the principals, the leads are all gonna be, are all going to be written by different people. You can just write everything around them to try to guide them or, or take them to where you're hoping they'll go. That seems a lot like Riverdale. That there's no control over any of the characters' actions. Right. Well, do you, there's uh, a story you the somewhere where, where Jughead almost figures out that their characters on a TV show, and then he's like, "You know what? Lost it." Yeah. When, when did that happen? Amazing. That was, that was early season three. That was when he was going after the Gargoyle King, and they're like, "Don't you see how it all is all connected? We're we're playing in this game. Someone's controlling it." Did that actually ever come to fruition at all, though? Just a thought. He was just, he was just crazy because of, I guess, the right. drugs and griffins and gargoyles. Yeah. He was, yeah. He Remember, just this lost was before the they game. knew what griffins and gargoyles was. Yeah, now I still were. don't know. He was lost in the game. Finish my thought from earlier. I, 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 I did, like, a podcast for two years. We did, like, 50 episodes called Kid Detectives RPG, which was an RPG-based podcast. Um, that's awesome it was a lot of work which is part of the reason why i stopped doing it (laughs) okay an rpg podcast would that be basically just like playing playing dungeons and dragons or anything over a podcast pretty much you just clean it up and you sort of build it towards play like like um talking and action and 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 big movements you don't get into like the nitty you don't have like super fine details it's it's you have that sometimes um but the better stuff i did on that was a little more broader and was a little more story based and it was more about creating this like story framework our episodes were usually like 50 minutes so it wasn't four hours no and i sorry i wanted to say like i appreciate that you edited out the (laughs) the extraneous stuff in yours to only do plot because like yeah. that has been much better for me when I've when I've done when I've watched it or listened yeah. to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that as with like any podcast, the longer it goes, the better it has to be. But also like the more worthy of the four hours it has to be. Because I've actually listened to four hour podcasts. I've just never obviously listened to them all at once. Yeah, I've enjoyed a four hour podcast though, broken up. But that's like with anything. Like I'm sure I'll watch The Irishman one day, but that just seems really fucking long. <laughs> So, like, when am I going to do it? In the bunker. Let's go into the season three episodes of Griffins and Gargoyles. Because yep. as as the DM, I'm curious what pissed you guys off the most about that storyline, what you guys liked about that storyline, and what you would have changed about that storyline. Connor, as our guest, you go first. <laughs> well, I should I should clarify. Riverdale never makes me mad. Has has never made me mad. It has only filled me, it has only ever filled me with delight. Even when it's really bad and I kind of hate it, it's still it's still so insane that I love it. And John, how do you feel? <laughs> I wish I wish I could still love it when it's bad. I'm John is John is just so disappointed when it's bad in it. Like he's like, I, I was rooting for you. Have a breakdown every season just before the musical episode when I'm like, what the fuck are we even doing here? And then of <laughs> course the musical episode is always amazing, and then I'm like, this show's the best. Exactly, it's a toxic I guess, relationship. I guess if I guess if I had to talk about it for like an hour for every episode, 
for four years, I would probably <laughs> maybe develop different feelings for it. But I'm oh, just, I love I'm it. Can you I imagine doing that? That <laughs> sounds like a but mistake. A imagine an hour and a half every it's, episode. It's funny you say that about the musical stuff because those are actually probably my least favorite episodes. I think That's that those so are. I think that those are kind of weak episodes. But part are of it's you, that I don't like. I don't like modern musicals. In a lot I was going to say, I was like, are you not a musical person? I like are musicals, you, but I like like older stuff. Like, are you like, like a you know, crazy for you music man type older musical? I don't know. I feel like I feel like musicals in the last like ten. Years, I like the Hedwig songs more. Those yeah. those those were actually like decent songs. But the last two, I know you really like Heather's, but there's just something about musicals these days where it all sounds. And part of it's also the way they produce the music on the show is it all sounds very flat. And I don't this know. This is like hot take, Connor. I know this is a hot take. This is my hot take. It's all just like. We can be whatever we want to be. It's like all, it's all that. <laughs> it's, 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 it yes. all sounds exactly like that. Heather's I fucking love though. I've never seen Karen's musical, but I really like music in Karen's musical from the episode. But mm. Heather's I saw that off Broadway. I was obsessed with it, but. I'm but sure anyway. I would probably like it as like an actual production, but I feel it like hearing, really hearing the songs produced through Riverdale is probably not doing it any favors. But so you liked all of the Griffins and Garbo's episodes then? I liked is a strong word. It's it's more that I just it just makes me laugh. When the stuff is yeah. bad, I just go, <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> um, and and it's just I specifically went back and watched parts of the Midnight Club episode, which is mm-hmm. the one where they all play their parents. I love that episode. Are you guys ever openly horny on this show? I'm just wondering. Oh, that's yeah. been known to happen from time to time. Yeah, more, more me happen. than John, I think. Yeah. But yeah. And, and I don't know. <laughs> um, because the last few episodes I've been, oh, Cheryl, wow, what are you wearing? Yeah, but I've been like that since day one, so. Because <laughs> Lily Reinhardt dressed up like her, her mom in those, like, punk outfits. She looked so much better than she's ever looked. No offense to Betty. But like, I'm going to give that a Mamma Mia. Um, and no. what's the uh, what's the scale? Where does Mamma Mia f- fall in the? It's pretty close. The highest is Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Right on a, uh, on a scale of moi to that's a spicy meatball. Where is Mamma Mia? Above. Oh, okay. Up. What's funny about it is it's 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 less. I guess technically D and D could be this because D and D can kind of be anything, but it's mm-hmm. less a role playing game and more like a scavenger hunt with cosplay. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, that that was like my big question. I was like, obviously, I mean, I know that LARPing is a thing, but is LARPing ever a thing in the context of like D&D? Because didn't it seem like these people were just like LARPing? And I think and then, LARPing means you have to actually like do things. I don't think right. I don't think you can just dress up and like, oh, we're LARPing. Like, <laughs> and like wander around a school. Right. And like look for things. Like that's Honestly, not LARPing. Seems- that's That's cosplay. It's cosplay treasure hunt. See, I think that's, like, more of the thing that I am personally into because I, like, love immersive theater, like we were just talking about. And I feel like if, like, I probably don't think I could get into LARPing now. Because of the coronavirus. Because of the coronavirus only. That's the only reason. But, like, I feel like I basically do LARPing anyway and, like, I'm just not dressed, like, in medieval costumes. Does that make sense? You're just coming in from the outside. Yeah, and I'm also just like I participant. I, think, I guess but, there's like places where it's like a ranch where people are. <laughs> I don't you know. gotta like, yeah, you have to like book outdoor spaces. I think to host LARPs. 
There's a community. I know I have at least one friend on Facebook who, like... Technically, you could join one dressed in, like, normal clothes, and your whole story is that you, like, got sent back in time. Wait, I bet they don't like that, though. I would make them them like that. I would would be like... If I were a player, that would would make me very angry. But what You're not taking the illusion seriously. But, like, maybe you are. Think about it. Like maybe that is like the most serious if you, you could if be. you really if you really buy into it if you like really treat it I guess correctly. I just feel like every if like I did this monthly I feel like every month someone's fucking cousin is gonna show up and be like no I'm a time traveler <laughs> <laughs> well that you have to you, you have to be it has to be unique you know what I mean right. you have to and figure out a way to do if, it if they're not gonna dress up for the event then they're not gonna put the effort into selling the time traveler plot they're just gonna be like I don't know man I'm just on Facebook. Like, what is, what? It should be. He should have. He should be dressed up, but it's like in the outfit that makes sense for the character he's playing right. this time. As what long as they're, as long as they're you know, larping. Yeah. What if he's a time traveler, but from a time even earlier than the larping <laughs> was taking place? And I was like, "What? Why are we doing this?" That you could. I bet. I bet they would be this okay guy, with what, that because then he could. Like, you naked could or? You could yeah. like you could like sell it as like he was in a a mag- a mystical chamber and it was sealed up and now he got let out and he's still here. It would Guys, be funny so if like one of those stories where like a medieval knight tra- teleports to the present, but they come right <laughs> in the middle of like a LARP, so they just think it's more. How's that great. not a movie? And they we need start to, yeah. killing, like, like copyright like, that students. TM TM TM. Wait, that's a, yeah, that's a great <laughs> guys. The bunger. Hey, well, so here's the thing about Griffiths and Gargoyles that bothered that, no. that that like I it's the it's the element of it that stood out so much to me is that the game has these cards that seem to be a central mechanic to it. Where like you draw your class from a card, your mission comes from a card, everything is is card based. Which means it's not quite Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. That's true. Which means From I don't I... know what it is. Well, haunting up to the Hill House is like this. Yeah, you could, you there, could do there something are cards. like that potentially, but it kind of removes. It feels like it's a weird half measure where the cards would be a way to automate the DM system. Yeah. So the, there wouldn't be an actual DM, but then there is a DM. So it's like it's in communication <laughs> it, with a book. It feels in the book. Less, the book that they're using for the. For the narrative is also the rule book. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's actually a more closed game than Dungeons and Dragons is. Mm-hmm. It's not like this could be the basis for any adventure. It's like this is the basis for like these seven adventures. Yeah. Uh, like, I guess you create your own cards. <laughs> you had like a lamination and then right. Yeah, clearly because Hiram did. He was like killed the Red Paladin at one yeah. point, which was didn't Archie. he actually? He had like a guy who worked in the card factory. <laughs> Or something. Did remember, I make that remember up? when they revealed that the game was written by kids in the Sisters of Quiet Mercies? Right. Who then like somehow no, then, laminated then, their own cards? You know, wait. You know what part I can't track? How does that then become chick dressing up as the gargoyle king? It's something about oh, Penelope Blossom <laughs> murdered yeah, no, the principal want- as a child and like was the gargoyle king back then. This and is the toughest like, challenge. I don't know this chick kid, but if he dyes his hair red, he still doesn't look like my son. But I'm gonna roll with this anyway. 
and this help is him, a, like, this bring is, the game back now? This should be like a game show is trying to remember not the season of Riverdale that just ended, but the previous season. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> you know, we did that game with, with uh, Caitlin's boyfriend, Ian, and it didn't take long for us to name the exact episode. Yeah, we actually, I was surprised. But he also picked, Ian picked Tales from the Dark Side, which was a very specific it was a unique format. episode. Yeah. So that one, like, if he, he, he didn't know that he picked that, though. He shouldn't have picked an episode that broke from the form. I know. But, like, there was no way for me to be like, also don't pick these seven episodes. Can I like, just describe a moment from the Midnight Club? You might as might have described it yeah, a while please. ago, but whatever. Um, is So when they, when they go off book, when they start LARPing, because at first they're just doing the cards and, like, rolling dice. And I remember at one point um, uh, Alice... Uh, I just wanted to call her Betty. Uh, Slash Betty, yeah. Rolls rolls dice without even being prompted, which made me laugh. <laughs> just um, like rolls the dice. Just, just like, here we go. Um, but then they're sitting there and they like play a round, whatever that is. I guess everyone draws a card. Right, right. Um, yeah, What? how does that work? Why is it but, Why is it this all the time? <laughs> but then, uh, but then uh, Cheryl, past Cheryl, who's like nerdy, the DM there, she... Is like, why don't we go off book? I decided to, like, I've hidden a jewel somewhere here. <laughs> like, or like, he's like, do you guys want to go off book? And then they say yes. And then she says she's hidden a gem. So she did it. I guess she did it thinking, like, well, later on. <laughs> she, if, she, if they said no, she'd have been like, all right, but like, I have to go get this jewel back real quick. Just give me a minute. <laughs> the Blossom like, family jewels. I wonder it was like, maybe it was like card in, thing. Sorry, maybe the card thing is like we don't want this to be too close to Dungeons and Dragons because then we might get sued. So like this game uses cards. I don't know. I don't think Dungeons and Dragons cares. I think they're pretty. I think they're kind of. Oh, I get. I guess admittedly, the show de- does not depict a positive light. No, uh, no, so, no, people die. Hold on. Do I, you get, think- I get why they made a fictional version, but I don't think they needed to make it so differently. I think. I think here's what I think. I think. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there. I think they it's a hodgepodge of things because I think they used it for whatever they needed it to be I, right. in whatever and I episode. I think it was, it was in. like whoever whoever in that writer's room might have known how Dungeons and Dragons worked couldn't get there in time for someone else to like just yeah. in their episode add a thing and be like, I guess this is what the game is now. Yeah. And well, those the, things just kept piling on top of each other. I, here's what I, here's what I can say: the dice, the dice, and like the sheet and that kind of stuff. That's in there because that's what Dungeons and Dragons looks like. The cards are in there so you can have a card get slid on. Oh, right. Cards are fun in their game things. Yeah. And then the, the outfits and that <laughs> kind of stuff is there because it's visually interesting. And that, know, that's, why, that's yeah. why those things are there all there. There are nerds who, like, will dress up a little bit when they play D&D. Like, it helps them get into character or whatever. Uh, but That'd I truly fun. believe that in the case of this episode of the Midnight Club in Riverdale, that was just a bunch of teenagers playing make-believe. Yes, yeah, it was at a literally. Point. But they, they, also played, did drugs. they played a rock song. Right. They played a con- concert. Five of them played a, a <laughs> rock song for five others. Right, right. <laughs> Not to say that Wait, like, I that haven't song? played D anD. It was Dream Warriors, that, but yeah, ours actually did end in a small rock concert for a also, smaller audience. Very funny that like multiple groups of kids playing Griffins and Gargoyles were like, well, we should do it at the school at night. And then yeah. they run into each other and be like, I guess we're one big group of D&D players now. 
with yeah. two it's dungeon like, masters, which is also, you know, not how that with a, works. With a kid we've never seen, with an actor we've never seen before playing Hiram. Which well, is which yes. His son! I thought that That's was his a, son. Yeah, I think it was cool stunt casting to use his son, because that already makes him more interesting. Oh, was that? Some actor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. That is yeah. cool. Yeah. I forgot what his name was, but... Uh, Hiram. I take, I take it all back. The episode's perfect. Uh, <laughs> now it's perfect. Right, now you're like, right. now that I know. Can really we also talk cool. about how they clearly did not know anything about Penelope's character, so they're like, I guess she was yeah. smart and nerdy in high school instead of, like, scary and, like pseudo gothic horror icon it helped the character for a moment she was like a human I mean, for that episode it was like oh i i'm i feel so bad for penelope and then like the next episode she's like my daughter's a whore and so am i <laughs> <laughs> literally but my favorite thing about that whole thing was that at, when you look at that episode and you're like oh she was like a child bride to like the person that was raised as her brother or she was raised as the sister of the person who would become her husband. That's fucking creepy. That is also the episode where she murders the principal for some, no reason at all. Does well, she? they didn't have him contracted for more episodes. So. But why does she kill the principal? To what end? Why does she design the gargoyle king suit in the first place? Right. I, but, like, why is she evil? Did she, because... Because Sisters of Quiet Penelope? Mercy, she encountered, yeah. I think, the gar- Griffin and Gargoyles at Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Also, then, I want to talk about for a second the way the way they they like frame Griffins and Gargoyles too, where it's like it's like a drug, like it's not even it's like <laughs> right. it's like that eighties um, Satanic Panic that kind mm-hmm. of era, yeah, Dark Dungeons kind of thing of Dungeon Dragons. But but what's even funnier about it is it's not like it's not like people like me doing it in case people can't see i have like a big beard and glasses and long hair it's like it's like these like four like mega attractive like 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 kim kardashian like styled girls at this table and like pop pop takes one pamphlet away because they're at the diner and then they walk off and they kind of look around like <laughs> and they take out another one that's like what imagine the f- yeah if and hot girl privilege if D and D were that girl, and then it's like it's Ooh. like athlete athletes in the locker room playing it, they're all like half naked, like right. yeah, yeah. It's uh, addictive, guys. This is why I have not played more than once because then, I know that more than and once. It, and then it was the other the other example. It was, I think I think it was ROTC, but it looked like sailors in the the bond. With- <laughs> oh, the ROTC, the ROTC, the ROTC. Okay, that's what we call it. Yeah, it's a it's a chaos. That was a but bad then, reaction. so yeah, they do treat it like a drug. <laughs> also, in like the way like it gets under your skin as you play, and then as the season goes on, they then reveal. But there's also a drug. <laughs> like there's also quite literally a drug that I guess makes the game better. Do you think <laughs> that they were like, like nobody will believe this, so we should just make it real drugs? It's also like specifically an upper, like it's like speed or cocaine or something, where like people are like sweaty and weird when they're when they're on this drug playing D and D, which is definitely not the mood you want at the table. Imagine if everyone at your D and D game. Okay, so we, John and I, the only time I've played D and D, two of our friends were drunk. Shout out to our friends who were drunk. Um, and that made the game go very differently than if they were not drunk. Yeah. So I can't imagine everyone being high on cocaine <laughs> <laughs> and trying to play this game. So, um, um, yeah. I mean, it would be 
It would be a blast, probably. Not condoning drugs. But, you know, it would also be hard to play. Drugs aside, I can't imagine DMing with everyone with (laughs) Pop Rocks in their mouth. Right. (laughs) In the bunker. What are the different reminders of your character? I think I played guitar, but really badly. Like, I thought that I was going to play guitar and be good at it, but then I rolled something, and I ended up being, like... Right, you some, were... I think I was a turtle or something? You were no, a not bard. a turtle. A bard. Do you don't was know I, what race you were? Were you a halfling? I felt like I was a... Half-elf? No. I felt like I was a weird thing. Something weird. Gnome? Mm. Were you a gnome? Dragonborn? I think I was an elf. Were you a dragonborn? I don't know. Tiefling? We probably have the paper. Tiefling sounds really familiar with the tiefling. It's like a devil person. Yeah. Does that sound like me? It's, it's like a Satan. It doesn't sound like you, no. Hmm, maybe it was me. We'll find the paper. I'll text Lisa, maybe she remembers. Mm-hmm. Get the proof. Yeah. So get you're, the saying, you're saying all, like, the special adventure I took you on, you can't even remember. <laughs> I, you are you kidding? We to fought. To my face. We fought. This is what I do remember. We fought lizard people Cobalt. who barged in on my shitty ass show. Right. You rolled a one. I killed. I killed them oh, though. Nice. Eventually. Yeah, yeah. You we fought ca- the things. You did great there. We fought the things. Yeah. It was a fun day. I also liked it because we got tacos. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I I was like a half hour <laughs> late because I brought tacos, but then everybody got their taco. It was a nice day. It was the day I could see all my friends in the same place and there's no uh-huh. pandemic. It's fine. We're doing fine. Caitlin's doing fine. She's doing good. She's not having weird dreams. <laughs> We're Stella. She is in the other room with Ian. Probably being really cute. Yeah. Where's Batman? He's in the other room with no one because he doesn't like to spend time with me. He, he, I'm <laughs> sure that's not true. He's he's kind of a he's he's a weirdly like kind of a lone wolf inside. Uh, he he's kind of over me. Like he, <laughs> I am his like security to a certain degree. But in terms of like the way he interacts with other people, he does not interact with me the same way. I feel like we should clarify that Batman is your dog. Yeah, and I not don't just a, clarify that. No, <laughs> not I think just they a, should they should be like yeah, Bruce is just over there. Uh, yeah, my roommate. He doesn't like he doesn't like being called that though. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Sorry, sorry. Up. He's busy. Yeah. He's undercover. He's Batman is Batman is so cute, <laughs> like so, so fucking cute. Stella's also very cute. I miss yeah. her little. Uh, yeah, her her little hand, hand claps. Mm-hmm. Her, very cute. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. She used to have an Instagram, but then I got so rid of it. Trying because... to climb up the air. I know it's so <laughs> cute. Had I told you I got rid of Stella's Instagram? No. You got rid Why? of Stella? No, John, shut up. No. I, I don't even like that. You do that. So mean. No, I got rid of her Instagram because I read somewhere that everybody in our neighborhood's dogs were getting stolen via social media. But I oh, think man. they just meant like rich and famous people's dogs. And I'm neither of those things. But I still got worried. You're famous to me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank so you, I'm John. steal your dog. Please don't. You're so allergic to dogs. I don't worry about you. You're not the one I worry about. There's others. But anyway, yeah, sometimes my brain goes to places where I'm like, there's absolutely no way this is a real thing, Caitlin. You can keep her Instagram. And then I'm like, but, but, but what if? What if? I What if? Anyway, now I put it in your head and I'm sorry. I'm not worried about it. 
<laughs> You're like, no, 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 I'm normal. Yeah, it's fine. In the bunker. Do you guys want to play the game I made up? Yeah. yeah. Wait, is that a no? <laughs> no, no, I don't want to play your game, Caitlin. <laughs> okay, let's play I my game. I don't play games. Okay, well, so I figured that we would just, you know, talk most of the time about nonsense, which was my goal for this whole thing. <laughs> so I came up with a little game so that we could then just riff on it. But it's, I'm going to ask you guys these questions and maybe I'll jump in, maybe not. But I came up with like 10 would you rather ideas. Okay. And whoever wants to go first, just, okay, ready? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, I'll ask, okay, I'm going to ask one question, then you guys both answer and then we'll move on. At so, the same time? Do we answer at the same time? Not the same time, like no. one after the you other. You don't want that? You want no. it one, one word at a time, back and forth? But I like, what if guys... we say the same thing? I think that'd be really cute. Yeah. Okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I might need elaboration. Elaboration? Is that a word? I don't know. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down as a question. We're just going to go for them. Okay, ready? Okay. Would you rather be Mayor Hermione's intern or be Alice's intern at the Riverdale, not the Riverdale Register, her new news show, whatever the fuck that is? Oh, Hermione's assistant. Uh, really? Oh, that's a firm disagree. I'm on the other side. I agree right. with Connor. Like you're going to have to do work. <laughs> like <an idiot. laughs> that's Wait, true you just want it what do you want to do what did mayor hermione does, ever does, it, do? does, does anybody on in riverdale do any work ever alice, alice apparently makes... films her own documentaries with kevin yeah but she as, just kind of does tech support that would be you in this situation eh, it's fine it's just like film fun. and stuff i'd rather hang out with her you know what i mean mm. yeah though in real life marisol nichols I just feel like so you cool. hang out with Hermione and she'd be just be like, well, I'm pouring myself some wine. Dude, would you like some? And you'd be like, yeah. And then now you're hanging out just drinking wine in her living room. And then you do have a mayoral internship, I guess. And then and you'd be like, tell me about your work against um, rapists online. And she'll be like, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. To clarify, Connor, <laughs> Hermione does not do that. But Marisol Nichols apparently takes down, like, pedophiles. Oh, How really? bad would it be if they made that a thing about Hermione, too, in the show? <laughs> I mean, it would give her a character. Like, she just, at the end of the season, she suddenly arrests Hiram. She's like, I've been an undercover cop this entire time. And you'd be and like, you've also been a pedophile why'd you wait this, this long? <laughs> I know, right? And this is a 20-year con game. <laughs> we finally got you. What? I know this Amazing. is like a weird thing to say, but I feel like I feel like pedophilia is like a bridge too far for Riverdale. They're never gonna do something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, no. Well they actually already did it, so I think they can't go back there yeah. because Mrs. Grundy definitely had some yeah. weird right. shit. And Betty did her sexy dance in front of all those old people. Well Yeah, think- but the actors are like eighty. Like everyone on this show <laughs> is so much older. They're well, I all I guess it's all fine. They're all walking can- with canes. <laughs> can I ask can I ask a my sexy serpent dance question. Yeah. Sure. Do a sexy serpent dance. Would you rather do a sexy serpent dance in front of your mom or be filmed for a tickle video your mom eventually sees? That one, because I wouldn't have to actually confront her face to face. Yeah, well, definitely, she eventually definitely sees the it. tickling video one. She sees it and she asks you what the fuck happened. And then I tell her what the fuck happens. At least <laughs> I don't te- have to live with the like we both we both participated in this thing. I tell her to mind mind her own business. <laughs> Let me be in my tickle club. I would ver- I would explain exactly what happened because apparently in this version of events I got paid. 
I don't think that makes it better. I don't think these people understand what tickling is. I feel like she'd be a little bit more comfortable with it. Would you rather go to juvie or learn the incredible highs and lows of high school football? Oh, Uh, high school football. Uh, 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 I kind of know some of the incredible highs and lows of high school football. I was in, I was in, I was in, I was in junior high football, so I know those highs and lows. So I'll, so, I'm gonna say juvie. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm well aware now. That's well yeah. aware. I, I sort of switch. Football. I it's switch like it it's up. like my regret. I wish I could go back and play football in high school. I don't know what? why. What? I because okay. I have like I think I've got the body type for it. <laughs> You're like I would be a good football player. I think I would have been. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think I would have been a good football hey, player. Hey, your name is so close. Just switch that P out with an M. Oh, really? Yes. Is my name similar to to another name involved with football? I've never heard that. That's you John Pamadden. Weird. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> John Pamadden. Pamadden. Would you guys rather go shopping with Veronica or with Cheryl? Cheryl. Cheryl. I would rather go shopping with Veronica. I just she think I'm going to have a shit. more entertaining time if I'm going yeah. shopping with Cheryl. And Veronica's going to be like, let stuff. me dress you. I think that would be fun. I also think that I would rather have Veronica buy me clothes and be like, let me put it on daddy's money. <laughs> and Or like my rum <clears throat> business. As if Cheryl isn't also rich. Is yeah. she? Is she rich? Is, isn't she? I don't think we know. She buys the good laundry detergent. <laughs> I guess she'd buy, yeah, she'd buy you something she'd, she'd get you something would you rather have Hiram be your dad or Hal Cooper be your dad Hal Cooper's alive in this scenario hmm that's tough no I, I'd pick Hiram as my father He's in j- both of them are in jail does that matter not anymore okay Hiram's both, dying both- though yeah, well, if both of them are in jail, who would you rather have be your father? Like, they're not going to hurt you. Like, you don't have to worry about how, like, trying to kill you. Right. In this scenario, Hiram loves me as much as he does Veronica. Yeah. All right. Weird relationship. But, uh, yeah, him. 100%. That's, that's a yeah. pretty good deal on my end. I guess in actuality, uh, probably. I actually think... Well, okay. Mm, I feel like I would rather have Hal... Because I just think that I would enjoy the true crime books that I would write more <laughs> than the constantly being afraid for my life living in, like, the mafia circles. So I'm going to go with how. If okay. anybody even asks me. <laughs> it's your game. <laughs> would you rather be friend Ethel Muggs or Dilton Doyley? Oh, that's another tough one. Uh, yeah. yeah. What did what did I for I for well here's the thing well, is I've Dilton's forgotten it. dead. I've forgotten every single thing either of these characters have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know who you're they talking were, about. They were in the same G and G group that like died at the start of season three. Only Ethel Ethel's alive. is alive yeah. now. I I feel like I'd probably go sucks. with Dilton because he one he had that bunker, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. We know he knows how to build a bunker or something. True. Did he make True. it? Who knows? Um, yeah. I think I think yeah. two two Ethel has like continued to be weird. Like I would, I would <laughs> pick true. Dilton because a sex bunker is I don't know. 
At least it's something where you're like, oh, yeah. look at this thing that like no one knows about. Versus if I hang out with Ethel, then anytime I'm in her pool, I have to be like, oh, is that the hot tub where like you almost killed a guy that one time? And she's like, not me. They were using my house. And I'm like, you rented out your pool for torture? Anyway. <laughs> she was so normal in that episode compared to Betty. Remember when they like, said justice for Ethel? Because it was like right after Stranger Things. Yeah. Yes. They were like, we cast Barb. Get it? Yeah. The only fat person on the show. She's not even fat. And, she, she's, and just she's still, not... like, super attractive because it's... Yeah. It's, like, very annoying. <laughs> There's something in the water, and I'm not just talking about the drugs. If, in case anyone gets mad at me for that, I am a fat person, so I don't want to say things like that. Everyone, <laughs> everyone in that, in the CW as a whole, and has been until the beginning of time, you can be any race you want, you can be any sexual orientation you want, any gender identity, you have to be hot. It felt you have like, to be um, swipeable on, on the internet. Like, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was groundbreaking because their people were more norm- more conventionally normal-looking than other I shows. And even then, they were really They're hot, too. Right, but yeah, they no. weren't... Every character wasn't walking around with a six-pack. You know what I mean? Well, Josh and, and White Josh. Those are those are hot guys. And Greg was pretty hot. <laughs> Greg, Greg's the Valencia's one where I'm like, Greg hot. wasn't jacked. That's something. Greg was kind of jacked. I saw him in Tootsie, and it was the best. I mean, I know, man. <laughs> I, it was We were so both in New fun. York that day. So basically, John and I both saw Broadway shows in New York on the same day. Did not see the same Broadway show, but just, like, happened to both be there on the same day. Mm-hmm. And we met up in Times Square. And remember when we got to go be around people? It was so nice. <laughs> What did you see, John? You see that Spider-Man one? No, I've never seen the Spider-Man one. Probably for the best. I, I don't think is that is it still around? <laughs> no, that definitely closed yeah, like I think six years gone. ago. I, it might, I think it might be a Vegas thing now. Oh, maybe yeah. That's a, what did you see? What, what was, the, what was the, It was Jagged Little Pill. Was the one that I, I saw. I love that. Which was <laughs> my dad. Which was good, not. but it committed like one of my one of my musical sins. Which oh, is the yes. thing where where another where like an actor will stand right next to a dancer wearing the same outfit as them, so the dancer can do the dancing instead of the actor. That always that always takes me right out of the musical, and I'm just like, really, the actor couldn't do any choreography. And then, I love that. And then <laughs> that's just, like such a specific. <laughs> and, then, and then just plot wise, it felt a lot like Dear Evan Hansen. I absolutely love Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, um, I, I do love Dear Evan Hansen, but I don't need another musical to be Dear Evan Hansen. My, I, so my sister and I bought very expensive tickets to Jag Little Pill for my parents for Christmas because they've seen, like, all the shows. Like, they live in New York, like, whatever. So we're like, okay, like, we want to see something that, like, we all hadn't seen before. And not that my parents are, like, conservative-y by like they're really not like they're pretty you know I saw Cruel Intentions the musical with them they like loved it um but it was very woke that musical is like extremely woke and like about some pretty dark shit and like you could just tell my dad was like like not not feeling it and like very uncomfortable like during a lot of that musical or just at least like not like, not feeling the emotions that you had to feel when you were mm-hmm. seeing Jack Little Pill. And I was like, yes, like, angry women, like, <laughs> Alanis, like, yes, here for it, like, amazing. And it was, 
it was funny, but I liked it. Tootsie was still the best musical I saw, though, on Broadway that year. So. And you, see, uh, you see, you see, Binging Bobs. What is that? Binging Bobs. Oh, it's great. I want to say really that with good. like a heavy New York accent. Is it oh, Binging Bobs? It's uh, it? yeah, it's down at the Tacoma. Wait, is it here? Wait, where is that? I don't know where that is. Oh, it's just on the street. Wait. What is it? You, Hold on, just, sorry. You're saying I'm, you're I'm, in Los Angeles? I'm saying gibberish again. This is all, oh. I'm, I'm all, these are all made up words. You're like, I've never seen these musicals. <laughs> I've never, I'm like, I've what? never seen anything. What? <laughs> oh, are you not you a musical person? You opened with like opinions about musicals. I figured. I, I. <laughs> you started this whole podcast with like, you don't want to think about I, musicals. <laughs> I, I, I did. I did. In the bunker. Anyway, I could go on a tangent about musical theater forever, but I have more questions. So, not that many more, but some. Let's go. Continue. It got very quiet. <laughs> because we wanted to wait for your questions. Yes. Would you rather be roommates with Brett or roommates with Chick? Brett. Yeah. Really? Really, yeah. guys? He's such Maybe. a nice guy. He's always looking out for his roommate. <laughs> I, yeah, he's so documenting his challenge life. Challenge them playfully. Sorry, I have a running bit where I think Brett is actually thinks that Jughead <laughs> is his best friend in the whole wide world, and he's just bad at showing affection. Right, he doesn't get what he's doing is wrong. Yeah, he made them a nice gift. Right, he's like, I, I, I artfully recorded you two making love. <laughs> They're like, what the That's fuck's wrong weird. with you? What? No, this no. was. This was supposed to be nice. My parents didn't love me enough. We intellectually challenge each other. I wanted to give you a near-death experience so you could understand how much you love each other. <laughs> That's so beautiful. And it worked. <laughs> They've actually tried to kill Jughead so many times that it's kind of weird that they didn't just kill him. Right. Right. It's weird that they, like, were so deeply unsuccessful. But I genuinely <laughs> love Brett so much that I, I want to find an excuse to have that character still be on the show next season. Yeah, they're going to put him behind glass eventually. He's going to be in jail, and then we're going to have another jail <laughs> Everyone character. Everyone does end up behind glass at some point. It's yeah. just going to be a row. It's going to be that scene from Science of the Lambs, and it's all those characters, but it's all... I, I, think, I think they have characters. to keep killing the one currently in prison to make room for the next one. <laughs> like, they murdered how the same night Chick got arrested. They're like, hey, this opened it up. Yeah. This cage just opened a, up for you. There's one spot available in Riverdale Maximum Security. You see? It's a single cell. Just one just person. one Hannibal Lecter cell at the end of the hall. Yeah, it's the Hopkins cell. It sounds great. Who was the other option? Chick. Chick. No. God, fuck, no. Yeah. Kidding? Yeah. He it worked would, out so well. He's for one of those guys who would like 100% like eat whatever you left in the fridge. I know because he did that in the show. <laughs> That's that, and then that's just like your stare problem. at you as you fall asleep. You do know that he like actually killed someone. Oh yeah, sure. Also, he's a murderer. Okay, can we just really quickly, just really like, quickly talk about that? That might be also. We don't know who killed that one guy. Yeah, no. We who don't. did they kill? Jonathan. Remember who? The, remember of the four? <laughs> the, right. There were five people. There were four kids. Of the only of the of the only four kids who like went to Stonewall Prep, he was the oh. fourth one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're like, you don't want to die what happened to Jonathan. You're like, wait, what? Who's Jonathan? <laughs> there was four of them? So, okay, so their goal was to plan the perfect murder. So they did plan it by killing Jonathan because no one's actually <laughs> actually got an arrested for killing Jonathan. Don't worry, Mr. But Honey will give them credit for it. 
Yeah, no, no, he, he, he respects oh, his students. Is he going to have to be back teaching Brett? Like, well, does I Brett still if, get to go if to we're that we're doing school? the five-year time jump, no. Oh, like, yeah. But yeah. I think I think next season is going to start. I think they said they're going to, the three episodes they were going to do are going to be at the beginning of next season, right? Right, yeah. but I don't think we're going to see Brett in those three episodes. You never know. I think I Brett's know. face is still broken. I feel like I feel kind of like. Well, how did he resolve again? I forget. I forget everything. They beat him. They, they beat him to an inch of his life inside of an FBI office. And As then what does. happened? They, what, they just tell That's him to the fuck last off. We ever saw of him. <laughs> he just skittered skitter into the wind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something about his dad fine, not. But I don't think being he'll a be diplomat soon. I, yeah. I yeah. I don't know. In those last three episodes, I feel like have to be. It was going to be prom, something else, graduation. Right. Yeah, that sounds right. right. And and throughout those, they were going to like tie. I feel like they were going to. I feel like maybe they were going to bring Brett in, but I also have no idea what the show's doing. At any I don't point. think there was any place for him in what they were doing at that point. It was all relationship what are they, what are they, drama stuff. Yeah. But there's still like the weird videotape thing because we we know it's oh. we know it's we, we know think it's, we think that's Jelly Bean. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Okay, to, to round this out, should we talk theories? Does that make sense? Do you well, have like, any more questions? I had one, but it's honestly, this is a more interesting topic. What's the question? I want to know. Okay, well, the last question was, would you rather manage pay, uh, Pop's Diner or be the new Riverdale High School principal? I feel like Those diner, are the right? options? Yeah. High school principal. Really? There are you, random you concerts the thrown in the music room. Yeah, but then you have to, like, manage them, make sure they're, like, appropriate. Yeah, I'd let the kids do whatever they want. Okay. I well, just want to so see what happens. So in this situation, is Pop still there? No. He has died. So I'm the new Pop. You're the new Pop. I'd say I'll still take it either way. I was going to, because if he, if he was there, I was going to say, then that's easy. I just, I just say, hey, Pop, you deal with everything, and I just get money. Right, right. Uh, and I can just go in there for free food. But You even have to do the jobs, guys. I feel like Pop is, like, the one, he's, like, um... He's like these like people with like Red Cross things on their on their you know in like war zones. Like you can't you can't nobody's gonna like do anything bad to Pop. At least I I feel like has anything yeah. bad ever happened to Pop? Just the riots, but nothing like. Uh, him, he's just been scared. Yeah, right. I think for about four years straight now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's afraid, but emotionally, uh, emotionally broken, physically unharmed. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's a good thing. I, no, I truly, though, I think as if I were like principal and I just did almost the same things Mr. Honey did, but with the ability to smile, I think you would do pretty well in Riverdale to just <laughs> like be smiled. like a little bit of human and just be like, no, let me explain to you what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, the kids wouldn't be like, I want to murder you. Yeah. Yeah. Betty is real quick to get on the murder train. Well, She's like, solved we should a lot kill of her him. Problems in the past. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was, uh, he was mean about my yearbook, so let's just kill him. <laughs> let's, let's kill him. Yeah, it was great. And, like, fictionally. where this is going. Yeah, amazing. But anyway, Jelly Bean's totally the killer, right, guys? Now, since Has John anyone even died? It, Who's dead? Right, we, uh, we're not even we sure don't if know. anyone's dead. It's really frustrating, because I don't actually know if there are stakes or not. To the voice. Well, yeah, that's thing. the thing is that the stakes the stakes were kind of more in the Stonewall stuff. And I the, thought that's yeah. why, that's why I thought this stuff I thought it was gonna get 
Well, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I, 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 if I had, if I had to think about it like a way, uh, like a normal show would do it, then you would right. obviously, you would obviously tie that in at some point. And there's something to be said about Brett and his videotapes. Right. That's why it's so confusing. I'm like, are those tapes not related? I figured because they why were. Else are t- right. That was my. I didn't get it. But like, but why would Brett there care? There could be an excuse to bring Brett in. Because Brett would be aware of the Scarlet Suite if his own tapes were on display in there, right? Yeah, I thought like that. He would yeah. know that or know those guys, maybe. Well, I still yeah. don't really get what the Scarlet Suite is. Is it just a place where like any old videotape ends up? Like if it's a VHS, right. you just it's, send it's it there. The, it's the room where you can get porn, edgier stuff, and it's Friday so the Thirteenth on VHS sixteen times. <laughs> As opposed to all the sequels of Friday the 13th. All streaming. You know? <laughs> no, I gotta get it on VHS. Yeah. That's the real quality. 16 times. It, it's, it's a nightmare, truly. Ethel's a nightmare person. But I also She's watched... She's not okay. Yeah, no. I mean, look. I rented probably The Sixth Sense, like, 60 times from the video store back in the day. So I get it. I don't know why The Sixth Sense. I just love that movie. I still love that movie. Or but is it Charles? Char- but, like, Charles, like, why? You know, like, because he loves why Ch- not? Like, why? I know. Yeah, who, I think it's who the fuck Beans. is Charles? <laughs> yeah. Tell me two things about Charles. There was a point, here, here's what I know about Charles, is earlier this season, his in his little FBI office, he was hanging out with his sister, Betty, a teenager, a minor, and he's an FBI agent. And then a suicide bomber came in, and he was like, hey, Betty, what did you do with this? Fuck, that's right. That did happen this season. Forget about the suicide bomber. Who was that? Bomber. Who was that? Was that a, a cult member? Guys, sure. this happened this season? It was Polly. It was oh, Polly. Oh, right, 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 right. That's like, why, that's why he her. sent Betty over, because it was Polly. <laughs> He's like, she's my sister too, but I've never spoken. <laughs> I don't know this girl. I don't. You say she's my sister, but I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having like new siblings and then being thrilled that they can do your job, the job of an adult man, like for you. Be like, it's so convenient. My brother and sister who are dating each other. No, I'm, I'm convinced that makes him incredibly uncomfortable all the time, and he doesn't like it to think to. about it. There's so much weird stuff like that because, 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 because Alice hooked up. I and it's implied that they just made out, but she's not only did she, you know, all the stuff with Forsyth, she also like made out with fucking Fred Andrews. Yeah, that was when weird. She was too. younger. Yeah, like all these people, yeah. they're all kissing each other, and it's all it's, it's disgusting. All these gross, gross, hot people kissing each other on the lips and the mouth. I don't know what voice that is. He also made out with Fred. Also made out with Hermione. Veronica's mom. So also, yeah, we really just it it would really solve a lot of problems if the main gang would just like become one group relationship thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a a a polyamorous situation where nobody gets mad and bughead and And it's just like a sitcom where they where they all live in one house and it's just wacky, (laughs) wacky adventures with the neighbors. But like Cheryl and Tony are not involved in this. I No, no, no. Cheryl and Tony are the wacky neighbors. Oh right, right, right. Okay. So like, cool. it's like you know, honey, yeah. I'm honey's, I'm home, and then like, 
Betty That's and Veronica fun. and Jack could all poke their heads out and be like, welcome home, Archie. Cheryl and, and Tony on one side and Kevin and um, his guy Cucumber on the other. Melon, yeah. Cucumber yeah. Melon. That's yeah. what we call him. Yeah. Oh, right. We realize you have no idea what that means. Right. So. Okay. And Reggie's, Reggie's the character who every time he walks in the front door, the crowd like whistles and cheers like, woo, yeah. Yes. But he actually never gets anything to do. He, he just walks by. He actually doesn't even stay in a scene. He just, like, leaves. He usually but, comes in, like, models from one shot and then, like, like delivers one point of information. Be like, all right, I got to go. And then, like, leaves the room. He doesn't say legend. anything. He just, he opens the door, says nothing. People cheer for, like, ten minutes. And <laughs> as he just kind of stands there like he's going to say something. And then he just kind of nods and closes the door. I was just thinking it would be really funny if, like, that's what happened when the Grim Reaper arrived. Oh my god, like what, everyone cheers? Yeah, Grim Reaper comes in and you hear like a sitcom audience cheering and wooing for him. He's like, alright, come on, come on, come with me. Honestly, that sounds great right now. No, that sounded dark. That sounded darker than it needed to be. <laughs> I did not mean that. I don't know what I'm saying. I just said a thing. In the bunker. Uh, usually when we start wrapping things up around now, we, we check in with a uh, what TV show, film, video game, whatever it is that like you're 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 looking forward to or excited about right now. Uh, so, what are you excited about right now? What am I excited about right now? I'm excited about. I don't really have a good answer for this, so I'm gonna say this. There was this. Um, hold on, let me look up the name of it. Sorry about that microphone. Um, the what dentist. What was That's the name of this movie? Very excited for the dentist. There was a trailer that came out yesterday for a movie called Unhinged. Have you guys heard about this? Is this the Road Rage movie with Russell Crowe? Yeah, I, it's Ru- Russell Crowe plays a guy who gets road rage and becomes a horror movie villain. That sounds great. Is it Holy like shit. a comedy or is it just like he just gets it's, road rage? Oh, it, it, it's totally serious. It's totally serious. It looks like total schlock. It looks incredible. I'm excited. What was um, that movie? Oh no, that was just Liam Neeson's personality. Okay, never mind. Where he just decided to be like a really aggro person in that interview and like super racist, and then like he was promoting a movie that nobody saw because of that. That's the movie I'm thinking of. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. About this. Yeah, it was really weird. Super weird. So you want to see Unhinged? Yeah. What was the last I, movie you watched that you liked? But the last movie I saw was The Irishman, which I watched for Secret <laughs> Movie Club this last weekend. It's a good movie. It should have. It should have. Maybe people should have nominated it for an award or something. I don't know. It's I didn't pretty, pay attention. Was it not nominated for? An no, it was. It was nominated for a ton of stuff. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, wait, like, really? Yeah. The Oscars like, feel like so long ago. I don't think it won anything, but I don't think I yeah. would have awarded it any of the top prizes, though. Like, I did think it was no, I wouldn't have. worthy, but what did? Oh, Parasite, Parasite yeah, baby, yeah, totally yeah. earned great. it. It was yeah. long hive. It's just funny how like I really was so convinced it was not going to win. We and all then thought. it won, it won. It was, it, isn't it nice. funny how that was like the last good thing to ever happen? Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. John, what are you watching? I am, I was just, I was just watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy versus the Reverend. The Is big that finale, the- choose your own adventure, episode movie thing, and Tina Fey <laughs> is such Tina a wordsmith Fey. with her jokes that like, it it catches me off guard in a way other comedies don't, you know, usually there's a rhythm to things and this, but with the ability to, to choose stuff, it's like a whole, it, it's so much different than the, the 
Black Mirror one because it's for comedy. So you're a little bit yeah. like, I know this one will drive the story forward, but there's probably a great joke if I go with this other one that I don't want to miss. So it's like right. not even about the choice of like, oh, which option do I want to pick? It's like, which one's going to be really funny and then probably pivot me right back here to go the other way. That's fun. Yeah, that's, that would make more sense because the one thing about Banner Snatch is that I felt like I had to constantly replay stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's um, not enjoyable because it's miserable the whole time. Right. Like, I enjoyed watching it, but, like, once, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Banner Snatch, I, had, I actually had a lot of fun finding different weird endings with this one. Yeah. I got to the end, and they're like, you got an A-. I'm like, okay, so, like, there's one true ending I have to, I have to reach, I guess. That's pretty cool, though, that you can, like, know. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's very funny. There's a part where Titus has to, uh, quote-unquote, read a baby, as in, like, judge, judge the baby's whole look. Sure. And, it's, and it's one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. I love that. I love Titus. I miss that. I really like that show. I think I fell off it, though, after season two. I liked the Lisa Kudrow on the roller coaster episode. That was really that funny. was that was very funny. Mm-hmm. What the fuck am I watching now? I what what am I watching? Hey, Kaylin, what are you watching? God, no oh, pressure. Um, okay, I may have mentioned this before, and I watched it a while ago, but I loved Never Have I Ever on Netflix. Did I already talk about that? I don't think you I did. may have. It's so. really funny. It's a really lighthearted, but also very emotionally affecting show. Also, oh, I would, that's not that's not a horror movie. That sounds well, like <laughs> it does sound like how, actually, like how Truth or Dare is a horror. Movie. Yeah, it sounds like one of those. I thought that's what you were talking about never for a second. I was like, you're you're talking once about you say the thing you've never done, it happens to you, <laughs> and then you die. You have to guys, do the thing they said you didn't do, or then you have to do it. <laughs> guys, you either do the thing or you die. <laughs> You do movie. the thing and you die, or you don't do the thing and then you die. And this is a sequel to Truth or Dare, and everyone's got the weird smile face going on. This is a movie with Brittany Snow. It went straight to video on demand. It's called Would You Rather. I'm not uh, kidding. This uh, is a real thing that uh, actually is real. Actually, I think it would be funny if there was like a version of that, but it was like a haunted, it was like one of those really complex games, like an Arkham Horror or something. And so they're trying to figure out if they're going to die, but like, I got to check this rule book. I got to like... Like maybe. <laughs> and then like they just like explode. Yeah. Like before you can get there. Because when the you, rather... you can't look at the book. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Fuck. Damn. Well, let me tell you guys a little bit about Would You Rather with Brittany Snow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about this woman who um, her brother is dying of some cancer or some other illness that makes children die. And um, <laughs> the worst she... kind of illness. It's really upsetting. It is actually sad. She has no money. So this like very wealthy man invites her and a bunch of other people to a clue like scenario in a mansion where they are forced to play. Would you rather, but like the, would you rather questions are like, would you rather stick your head in ice water for five full minutes or like stab your neighbor in the neck. And, <laughs> and so, and like you have to play, like you don't have another choice. It's not supernatural, but like they don't let you leave. But the idea is that the person who's left remaining wins like a million dollars. But can I tell you guys what happens in the end? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Spoilers. So, yeah, spoilers. But skip, to, end, skip to this time code to avoid. <laughs> Right. It, and if you, of, if you were in the middle of watching uh, Brittany Snow in, what was would the you title? rather? Would, would you rather? Would you ever have uh, a never come back after you finished it? 
So, so basically, Brittany Snow and like some hot guy that is sort of her love interest in mm. the movie. It's like down to like the last two of them. And again, it's like the concept is that they're going to give her money to pay off the medical bills to save her brother's life. And so like the choices are like kill this guy or like do something else. I don't think it's like kill one or kill the other. Anyway, Brittany Snow, like he's in the middle of talking, like, don't do this. Like we can overcome this. She just like kills him and like he dies. And then she's like, cool, I'm getting my money to save my brother. And then she goes home and her brother is dead. (laughs) And it's so (laughs) dark. It is so dark for like a video on demand movie that I watched in like the middle of the afternoon by myself just for fun. Um, It's so disturbing. I don't know why I'm laughing so much, but it was such an insane, crazy, bonkers ending. Would you rather... Set your neighbor on fire or set yourself on fire. That's basically the <laughs> It's like saw, but like not thoughtful <laughs> at all. Um, and it's always like, also all the people are bad except for Brittany Snow. So Brittany Snow and Hot Man are like <laughs> fine. And everyone else is like crazy bad. Mm. Anyway, I highly recommend watching it. Highly recommend it. Um, it's been, it's been really, uh, it's been something I think about all the time. It's like one of those, like, I think about this a lot in my brain. It's that. So yeah. Also, do you also want to talk about never have I ever? Yeah, no, never have I ever. It's just this like lovely sitcom about, um, this teenage girl who lost her dad and then tries to be cool in high school, but ends up alienating all of her friends in the process. And nobody, nobody has forced to kill anyone over a weird clue, like mystery dinner. So well, that's a is, that, is that that is that that um never never sometimes always maybe <laughs> that's no. are you talking about definitely maybe or no, wait it's no never sometimes movie. never sometimes rarely always that's the <laughs> movie about the girl who goes on the road trip to get the abortion i think yeah that's what's fun is that caitlin watch. didn't make any of that up no i didn't I, I really didn't i really didn't make any of it up also never have i ever that's a movie I feel like there's another one that's similarly titled. But I don't know. Anyway, guys. Hey, Connor, okay. where can we find you? Where you find me? Well, if you want to look for Secret Movie Club stuff, you can go to secretmovieclub.com. And right now, it's just a poster store. Pretty soon, we should have our schedule. We should have our schedule up before things actually start happening again. We are doing some Netflix watch parties. I think you can find us on Facebook. I also do the Secret Movie Club podcast. And uh, you can find us on pretty much anywhere where you can find a podcast, just Secret Movie Club podcast. And then you can find me specifically at twitch.tv slash Connor Cruz. Nice. You did that so good. John, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at John Padden. You can find me on my blog, Catcher in the Rye. Rye is spelled W-R-Y. Good pun. Kalen, where can they find you? Well, you can find the podcast at the Riverdale Register podcast on Instagram. You can also find me at Riley Tweets on Twitter. That's R-E-I-L-O-Y Tweets. And that's what we say. And I don't remember how we end this podcast. What are you talking about? You say over and out over Vixens. And then I can, and then I, I, I cut it and then uh, hit share and export it and then email it to you. Well, that's how ah. it goes, everybody. See you next time. (laughs) That's the way the news goes. (laughs) Over and out, River Vixens.